everybody and welcome to Nobody Panic! Wow! Yeah. We're in the underbellies a Spiegel tent. Spiegel tent. Spiegel tent. Spiegel it's top. so beautiful. It's my favourite place. Um, did I ask if we could use the trapeze? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did they say no? Yes. yes. Um, and today's episode is all about um, how to overcome fear. Mm. I feel I'm not really facing Tessa because if for those listening at home, I'm so, we're in like this cool round stage, so I have to like turn around like this. Mm. Um, but that will be useless for people listening. So thank you uh, so much to the Underbelly for having us. Thank yes. you to the South Bank. Thank you to you, incredible people, for coming. Yeah. Um, when we do these, we always just think, well, it, maybe it'll just be me and you. I did think this time. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It's so thrilled that you've come. Thank you so, so much. Um, and also thank you so much to John Frieda, um, who have been sponsoring some of the podcasts of late. Um, and they have sent us all... Um, hey. Oh, sorry. He has personally sent us... Um, <laughs> Uh, he sent one for all of you, uh, with your names on, um, a weightless wonder cream. Um, it's taken ages, hand. so do have them. Um, they're, so at the back. At, they're at the back, so when you leave, um, there's a weightless wonder cream for everyone. And if you're listening, you have it too. Just look under your bed. Yeah. And there's a t- <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. Imagine. Imagine if, we, if John had that power. Um, um, first thing first, uh, we're not going to ask each other what adult things we've done this week because we've got everyone here to put it in these like little pots um, to put their adult things. I'm sorry if I didn't get round to you to collect yours. Tessa's just thrown it. Tessa's just thrown hers all over my foot. That's what she thinks about adulthood. So I thought we could do... We can't go through all of them, otherwise the whole podcast would be just us reading out things like, I bought a dog, which actually is quite fun. Uh, if anyone's bought a dog, well done. Um, are you good? 100%. Absolutely. She's smashing it 100. Right. There I go. No, you go. Okay, so should we do like... T- t- let's do five each let's and see how we feel. Let's energy rolling. Okay. It's, yeah, this energy is electric. Okay. <laughs> first number one. Um, I meal prepped for the first time ever. Brackets. It tasted shit. Who was that? Yeah. Yes! That's great. You're going to get bored of doing that, but good that it was early, because, yeah, yeah, that's great. You've got to set the bar high for the claps, I say okay? Low. Otherwise, we'll be clapping everyone. No, high. Otherwise, only clap if it's a stonker. Oh, sorry. Yes. Uh, went to the ballet. Very oh, impressive. wow. Very Actually, that's up. more adult the more you think about it. I once went to the opera and threw up on myself and had to leave. Brought... <laughs> actually genuinely true brought a pen specially to write this note oh yes. great um if any live episodes are anything to go by there'll be more of those in this pot right checking in for a flight online two weeks in advance you booked a holiday two weeks in advance <laughs> jesus right uh, moisturized legs <laughs> yeah that's it that's yeah. it <laughs> No, yeah. seven days in a row to exclamation marks, hashtag self What happened on the eighth day? She <laughs> like made light. Too dry. Um, I ma- oh, whoa, I say, I made a, I thought this is, I made a dad, but it's not that. It's, I made a pad tie from scratch. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, I got a credit card and paid it off on time. Oh, that's very good. Jesus Lord. Who was that? Oh, no, actually, no, that sounds <laughs> like a money question. I'm all, <laughs> who's in debt? <laughs> Somebody had a terrible time. I went to a puppetry workshop in Worthing. Oh, God, that's not adult. That's terrifying. Who was that? Did you have a nice time? Was it good? Did you have a nice time? It was so bizarre, she (laughs) said. Did you make a puppet? She didn't have a puppet. Okay. Did you make friends? No. Okay. Okay. (laughs) 
Okay, great life lesson. Don't go to Worthing for puppetry. Got excited about creating a budget for the next month. And so far, I've stuck to it. Oh, that is good. Fantastic. See, look, no one else has applauded anyone else's. You see what I mean? We know how it works. Everyone gets so excited. Right, we can do like maybe uh, three more each. Oh, God, don't make me choose. I know, we have to choose. It's, it's the Finished teaching the 30 minutes ago and still made it here. Brackets sweaty. Well done. So am I. Well done. Um, my boyfriend and I moved out of a house share into our own apartment. Yes. Ooh. Well done. A sexy one. I don't know. Right. <clears throat> Uh, Book to go on my first ever hen do. It oh. won't be your last. <laughs> it won't be your last. But booked as well means it's somewhere afar. Where is it? Barcelona. Uh, the city of dreams, uh, famously. Uh, dealt with several queries without crying. That's simple, but I like it. <laughs> I cry every time there's any queries. <laughs> uh, put a bike rack on my car by myself. I don't even know what those two things are. That's excellent. A bike rack. No, a car. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to do one more and then we should start. Okay. okay. I'm so sorry, everybody. So if this is not yours, just leave. Okay. Bought myself a new summer duvet, possibly a little prematurely now. Bit of observational comedy there. <laughs> I like it. Also, you've crossed out summer and then written summer. <laughs> nice. Doubling Holy down. shit. This is a way to... This is a one to... <laughs> This is the way you have to applaud this one. You have to applaud this one, otherwise you're all leaving. Um, I killed cancer cells. Come on! That's amazing. I won't ask who it is. Oh, do you? It, no. Is we, it? If, is it? Do you okay? want to? Do you want to say? Do you want to say or if not? Understood. Fine. Fair enough. Right, right. But that applause was yours. Well, assume they were yours. Mine. And that no, the person's. Oh yeah. As opposed to. Oh, but maybe they're like a radiographer. Yeah. Or something. So whatever it is. You've done you really a great job. Well done, really you. great oh, job. Thank God. you so that, much. That was a really great one to end on as well, Tessa. Left a party early because I wasn't having fun. Oh, okay. Okay. That got a bigger response than cancer cells. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Right, okay. Excellent. Oh, right. Well done, you all. Should we kick? I kind of want to take my top off, but I'm not wearing anything. Have you got anything underneath? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> no, one, no one listening would know, but the atmosphere would be palpably weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> From you. Uh, this is a very nice. Tessa's wearing a really nice dress, and I didn't think we were dressing up for the occasion. So I why not? The lovely people have come to the. No, to I the know, t- but I've got my best top on, guys. I'm just saying. Got a nice top and nice trousers. So uh, for the listeners, Stevie is wearing like boiled wool, like the <laughs> boiled <laughs> boiled wool, and appears to be nude underneath. Um, so and Tessa Matt, looks like a beautiful princess. Yay. Oh, where are those two nice girls who uh, saw me on the phone earlier and then they waved and I went like, hello, but then they were like, oh no, and then they ran away. It doesn't sound like they were waving at you. No, okay. I just want to say, hello, I, I was waving. I, I, it definitely sounds like they were waving at someone behind you and you went, hello, and then they ran away. Oh, That's yeah. what, that was what's happened here. Right, but fear. What frightens you, Tessa? Oh, such a quick opener. Oh, sorry, fear. Oh, Tessa, what frightens you? <laughs> Um, oh, absolutely everything. Okay, great. Do you want to do yours first? Yeah, I came prepared. Um, no, actually, I didn't. Wait, hang on. No, I know I did. Yes. So uh, things that frighten me are... Oh, yeah, okay. I should have come up with this off the, off the top of my head rather than thinking about this. I'm frightened of people thinking I'm stupid. And I've realised that... Which is weird because, obviously, I'm incredibly stupid <laughs> at all points. But that's from doing like this, like a live thing. Very frightened today. Um, to just like in social situations, you know, when you're having a conversation with, with someone, sort of like now, and they're looking at you like... And you're like, oh, my God, have I said something wrong? And then you Mm. keep talking and then you leave the conversation. And you're like, oh, my God, I didn't make any sense. And then I have to leave the party. Yes. Yeah, so that's mine. And also, ancient evil. 
Okay. <laughs> I have lots of dreams. All my nightmares. You know when people are like, oh, I had a nightmare. Well, I don't know. I was like doing something and I was nude. Mine are all like, oh, I had a dream that I was, uh, I had unlocked an ancient evil and I was nude. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the ancient evil part that's, and it's like, whenever I try and explain it, it's just like, oh, it was just a presence. And whenever I wake up, it's like, the presence is still here. I hear you. Okay, thank you. I hear you 100%. See, I, uh, what's ma- yours? Mine are aging, death, dying. Uh, oh, no. E- everyone I know dying. Oh. Uh, death again. <laughs> uh, the concept of time. Um, <laughs> and dying. Um, uh, drowning. Oh, um, that's a new one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, no, wait. Isn't the one about you being trapped in a box? Yes. You told me about this one. Yes. It's very specific. <laughs> drowning while trapped in a small box with a hole in it. Um, so there's some hope, but, but I was you know, gonna, out. those are mine, and I I don't know if any I mean I know we've all got a lot of opinions about Russell Brand, oh, and well. and <laughs> and rightly so, um, <laughs> but if I could, are you fear? Of, do you have a fear of Russell Brand speaking? Horrible fear, yeah. Um, no, no, but I I did watch what he started putting up little clips of himself on the internet. He's got a very large beard, and he has found spirituality. And uh, good luck to him, I say. <laughs> I can't wait for this. Where this is going? <laughs> well, he he said a very interesting thing about fear, which was that it is the same amount of fear has been in your body all your life. It just moves around and it, it holds on to different things. So when you, the things you were afraid of when you were six are not the same things you're afraid of now, um, but the amount of fear is the same. And so mine, I mean, the drowning one has stayed with me forever, but I mm. thought about the things I was afraid of when I was small, um, and they were um, the girl from The Ring. Oh, yeah, big one. Uh, drowning in a small box with a hole in it. Did you see What Lies Beneath when she no. looks in the bath and there's like a ghost behind no. her? And Harrison Ford's behind it. Lots of people are behind her in the film. I was very frightened of people I being behind me. I saw the ring me. and then I slept with the light on for nine years. I still, okay. I still, I so, still do. When I'm alone in the house, I still I don't, sort of do. I don't like to have a bath. <gasps> oh my God, Tessa. Sorry, I'm what? so sorry. But w- there's this, this time where I was, no, you'll appreciate this. I was alone in my flat and the TV fucking came on. No. No. Like in the ring, have you seen the ring? I would the have TV just launched myself out the window. I did. And out. I did. It's like great black and white static. Yes, yes. If you haven't seen the ring, that's, that's the worst thing I've ever seen. She climbs don't, out the TV. Don't it see kills it. kills people. Don't see it. I did it to impress a boy. We went to the cinema. God. It's the worst thing. Don't impress boys. No. Don't, don't see it. No, so how much are they going to be impressed, no. really? Like, I don't know. Like, he's gone, and I'm still here <laughs> sitting with Samara, I the girl from facts. the ring. Yes, I know her name. Yes, I researched her backstory. Six Six days. It's important to be prepared. Um, The girl from the ring uh, being locked in a basement by your parents, and then with the girl from the ring. Yeah, she could be there or not. It's just the idea that they would be like, "Why don't you see what's in the basement?" And then I'd go down. Then we don't even have a basement. (laughs) Just the idea of being in the basement, being locked anywhere at all, um, being downstairs on the Titanic. um, uh, That's that's one that's quite easily avoided. Yeah, that's but that's the thing. It would I would lie away thinking about it yes I but the fear was real um, and they weren't just like oh yeah that would be bad it was like oh no, all, I, consuming. No, all consuming um, also you've brought ancient evil to the party so you know I'm so I think sorry you're, you're welcome, that, you're welcome. Um, now this is very specific to being age 8 um, when there was a head lice epidemic at primary school <gasps> yes. and I'm not afraid of the head lice and I don't mind germs I'm actually quite gross and um, <laughs> But so the head lice didn't bother me. But then some word got out that if you had head lice and they found them on you, they just shaved your head. And now I would be like, 
oh, weird, but weird flex, like but fine. Like Natalie Portman yeah, vibe, I'd be like, you style it out. And part of me would be like, I think I'll rock it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> as a child, that was the worst thing I'd ever heard. Yes. Um, so someone cutting off all my hair, and then here at the end, kiwi fruit. Okay? So, well, like how to eat it, or like... Just didn't like it, just so green. Um, <laughs> so... The point is that your childhood fears, whatever they are, um, are probably less in your mind now than they were when you were a kid, but now they've just been replaced by um, other things. Absolutely. I mean, there are a few sort of runners, like Ancient Evil for me. Yes. But, um, yeah, things... I still get... I get more frightened about, like, adulty things now, yes. but with the same vehemence that I did about What Lies Beneath and Harrison Ford. Exactly. And I think yeah. if you all think in your head of, like, your top five biggest fears, um, they... Uh, the big list of like the country's fears included um, like spiders, heights, um, and then like death, death of a loved one, rejection, um, commitment, being fired from your job, um, public speaking came up a million times, oh, snakes, um, and so that list. You're like, yeah, they're they're all. We've all sort of got the same. We've all got the yeah, same. Yeah, we all thing. have the same fears. That's we've so all got weird. the same fears. I was looking into it, so I looked into uh, exactly what is happening when you are frightened by something, and I was like, yeah, we've all heard of like fight or flight. We all know that. That sort of happens. But there's actually a second one as well. There's two reactions that go on that I thought was quite cool. So the first one is the biochemical response, which is fight or flight, which, if you don't know, is basically um, all of those bodily symptoms you get when you're really frightened. So, I don't know, your palms are sweaty, your knees are weak, mum's spaghetti, um, and, <laughs> and also just, like, I don't know, talking shit. I don't know. Like, there's lots of, like, are you shaking. Um, heart beating fast is kind of the main one that kind of kicks everything else off. And that's because your body immediately... Um, it, your brain can't differentiate between fears. So... It doesn't know whether that's a tiger coming towards you or, like, doing a live podcast or d doing a presentation at work. It just goes, like, fear, fear, fear. Um, and so noradrenaline and, ad adrenaline, um, noradrenaline and adrenaline are released in your body. But there's a second one, which, I th which is a lot more heartening, because you basically you can't really do anything about that first one. Every single human, apart from the old psychopath, technically we'll have some in tonight. Anyone? No? Uh, <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, apart from those people, everyone has this reaction. But the second reaction is completely varying depending on what sort of person you are. So um, that's why some people um, like scary movies and some people don't. Or some people like roller coasters and some people don't. And it's the emotional response. So it's the, basically the emotional response to the biochemical response. So um, what I thought was interesting about that is that you can change it. So if you're... Um, so think about um, when you're excited, those same things happen. You might, your heart beats faster, you might get sweaty. Um, and that, that's because it's using the exact same chemicals as, your, as it does when you release fear. So if you go, oh, my heart's beating, I'm, I'm excited, and you, you basically tell yourself consciously you're excited, then you will start to feel excited rather than fearful. And that's what like, athletes do and footballers do. They'll be like, I can't wait for this game. And they'll click like this. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen football. That's amazing. Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Thank you. That's really fascinating. Yeah, I was just struck down by my incredible intellect. Don't be worried that people think you're stupid. Oh, my God, I was! Yay! Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> That one I can't do anything about. No, no, nobody can, and that's what's so frightening. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. Um, so the title, um, uh, How to Face Your Fears and Do It Anyway, um, is the title of a book by a lady called Susan Jeffers, and she wrote Feel it. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Is that right? Right, yes, I think so. Okie dokie. Susan, are you in? Um, She's died. <laughs> <laughs> She's, I was trying to find interviews with her. She's not here anymore. Is she dead? I think so. <sighs> 
Well, what's great about live podcasts is we don't edit them. So everyone listening, I think she's died, Tessa. But, oh, guys. But also, she's listening. No, she's st- yeah, she's died. She's died. Oh, my God. What a roller coaster. Um, uh, 2012. God rest in peace. Not long. No, I wasn't far <laughs> off then. You weren't far off. Also, that's fine. That's fine. She's with us now. Well, I was reading her book and I just felt she was so present, so I assumed yeah, she yeah, was alive. that's what books do, yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Um. <laughs> I could have said that more. I didn't mean to be so surprised by her uh, book. So, uh, but you read it. You loved it. Yes. You wanted to, uh, you wanted to uh, the, bring her truth. I did want to bring her truth to the table. Um, the late, great <laughs> Susan Jeffers. We're never going to go over this now. This is the rest of the podcast. It's going Famously, like, oh! of course, we all know that Susan died in 2012. <laughs> Um, October, quite near Halloween. I don't know. <laughs> Did she? Ah, 27th October. Oh, it's close enough. Um, but before she died, um, she wrote to us and said, um, she brought out her book more than 25 years ago, um, and then she brought out another one on the 25th anniversary, and uh, the book is called Feel the Fear. Oh my God, mate, this was your thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll I know. look it up. You're the one telling me it's wrong. Well, I don't think it's called if we all face it's our fears, maybe you can do it anyway, is what you said. Or feel the, feel the fear and do it anyway. Everyone in this room knows it. We all know it. I just Googled it. Right. Okay. Right. Look, look, the energy's very aggressive. Um, <laughs> From who? <laughs> From you. <laughs> okay, the. A um, lot, lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> when someone grabs your thigh, stares at you, and goes, lot of fun. <laughs> You know it's the cracker of a show. <laughs> I'm fine, okay. Tessa. You're projecting. <laughs> okay. um, I'll do it for you. Yeah, it's nice. Oh, you, with, with there, were there some truths that she said? Yes, there okay, were. So this is the thing about them. Susan Jeffers's book, and it is genuinely very interesting. So now I'm away to give you a bit more power Thank and you. authority. Thank you so much women um and uh, and so she talks about how you break down your personal fears um into um, those that happen and those that require action so in mm. the those that happen are the just things that happen to you that you can't control and they probably speak to a, a deeper uh, fear of loss of control in in you mm-hmm. um so the things that happen are just like aging retirement being alone your children leaving home as we all are worried about uh, are we not um natural disasters um the politics the environment climate change um, i'm gonna have a panic attack okay sorry, okay sorry 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 okay, so i think you uh, might be war i'm just naming things um might be more you think i might be war you might be more in the camp of being afraid of things that happen to you oh yes absolutely. as opposed to things that require action so those are things like um going back to school making a decision changing careers making friends going to a party yes, i love that stuff ending or beginning a serious relationship love famously it. you love to dump people Constantly. um <laughs> Using the telephone, asserting yourself, being interviewed, driving, public speaking, making a mistake, um, and even intimacy. Um, oh. So those are the sort of um, the difference between things that happen and things that require action. And then you want to sort of look in, look inside, and decide if you're a person who. This is thrilling. If you can't hear it, if you can't hear it, basically there's like a thunderstorm going against the the tent. Just in case someone's like, this is thrilling, and they think you're talking about. <laughs> Listing, listing terrible things. But of course, I am thrilled. Oh, um, this is thrilling. Uh, so here are Susan's five great truths about fear. Um, they are the. No, <laughs> thank you, Susan. Um, they are. <laughs> right, come on, back on track. <laughs> Number one, the fear will never go away. So this is a big Susan? one. Susan, that's incredibly unhelpful. The fear will never go away. She was alive. I'd give her a piece of my mind. (laughs) 
so um, the fear will never go away. Um, and so this is like, if you're like, oh, I, I want to try, I'm going to do this thing that I'm afraid of, and I will when I finally feel not so scared. Like when the, oh, yes. when the kids go back to school, it's the when this, then that. Like when I've got money, then I'll do it. When the kids yeah. go to back to school. Or like if, if I do public speaking, the moment I get up, I'll be fine. No, you'll continue to be frightened during yeah. it. Yes. So if you ever speak to Ian McKellen, as I do. Um, Sir Ian. Yeah. Sir Ian, as I say to his face. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I just read on his Instagram that somebody in an interview once said, you know, you must be so brave and confident. You, you just must get up every night. Um, when did your stage fright go away? When did you stop being nervous? And he said, oh, don't be stupid. It never goes away. I'm sick every time I go on stage. Oh, I no. just work to control it in a different way and so it's never going to go away it's just you can you just have to power through it like the thing about um the thing about uh, changing your perspective so being like oh i'm excited rather than oh my hand sweating means i'm frightened that's what the footballer said virgil van dyke of liverpool fc he said oh i don't get frightened anymore before a match i've trained myself to be excited by it and it was like oh. great so it's not going to go away he always feels excited before he takes a match that same energy that used to be attached to the titanic or the hair or wherever is my thing going in and out and um, you keep moving your mouth away from the microphone i understand <laughs> always there for you thank you Oh, yeah, that is louder. Okay. <laughs> Listeners at home, I hope you enjoyed the last 10 minutes. Um, number two, the only way to get rid of the fear is to actually go out and do it. Oh, yeah. Fine, Susan. I hate that. I hate, but it is true because, yeah, I mean, I don't have anything to add. I the number three is very similar. It's, it's the only way to feel better about myself is to actually go and do it. Susan, I think you needed less truths. Yeah, just like three and truths, Sue. <laughs> <laughs> Sue's three truths. <laughs> Number four is a good one. It is, yes, I'm experiencing this fear, but so is everyone else. And that's yes. such a big one that you go to anywhere and you're like, oh, ev- like the la- lovely lady who left this party because she wasn't having fun. Um, and she's like, oh, um, everyone else is, is fine with it. They're not. They're just plowing through it. They, they feel exactly the same way you do. Yeah, it's like the fun of Freshers' Week thing where you turn up, and if you haven't been to university, but you just turn up and you just like, everyone doesn't know each other. And it's the most terrifying thing. Even if you're very extroverted I think it's just like a bit like oh god yeah but, and then you realize everyone's desperately trying to make friends and everyone is terrified even in the coolest parties I've found that mm. even the ones that I've left yes like, too sick, too and sad. even the people that you think are the coolest bravest people in the world they're still feeling the fear they're just doing it anyway they're just doing it anyway um and the last one is that pushing through the fear and doing the thing that you are afraid of is less frightening um, than living with the fear <sighs> I think that's Susan. really powerful. That deserved an applause. No, 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 she doesn't need an applause. If I shout to applause, yeah, but very good of you all. Sorry. I think that's really great. Also, like, uh, I thought it was going to end with um, the word regret because I feel like regret is worse mm. than going through the fear. Basically, what I'm saying is I could give Susan a few edits. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't. She's a very, she did a very good job. Her, her whole manifesto is this idea that we only fear the things that we cannot handle. Okay. So it's this idea that like, oh, if, I, if I'm in an accident or if I, uh, whatever, I won't be able to handle it. But if you're like, her basic thing is like, you have survived every single day up until now. You have survived every single thing that's happened to you. You are going to survive whatever life throws at you. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, my. I was sort of like preacher vibes from that, you know, and like when the church, like, you have survived. I was like, yeah, you're right. But no, no one you're else like, did it. But, yeah, yeah. You, that is, you know, you, you can see why the preachers are popular. Like you're like, yeah, you, you have survived. Home. You you can handle it. If you Even if you think like, I won't be able to handle it. I, I'll, it will be too much if this X, Y, and Z, this thing I'm terrified of happening to me happens you're like you can you you will be able to, and once you change your mindset you can do anything 
Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You can do anything. Also, I was going to say, a good way of, like, sometimes fear can masquerade itself as different emotions. So sometimes when I've been really frightened of doing something, um, I've, I've known because I've been like, ugh, and I've been like, what's that horrible, like, I went, she's doing that. And you're like, oh, it's because I want to do it as well. But I'm terrified and I'm really jealous because I'm, I think, well, look, she or he has got this like amazing skill and confidence to do that. And I can't do it. I'm just pointing over here, but I, maybe it's you. Um, I'm so jealous of you. Um, but yeah, like, and I think you have to, you, everyone has about sort of two or three things that they never get around to doing because they're like, oh, I would do that maybe if I was a different person, but I'm not that sort of person. But secretly, I'd really like to. And I think that we, we need to all kind of accept and acknowledge what those two things are and then realise that we only live once, we might as well do them. And they're never going to go away. You're never going to wake up in like 10 years and be like, I'm so glad I didn't do that thing that I wanted to do. You're always going to want to do it. So you might as well just do it. Yeah, regret the things you did and how bad they went rather than not doing it, you know? <sighs> Come on! <Yeah. laughs> oh my God, that's thank so you, powerful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The hairs on the back of my neck have just stunted it up and then gone back down again. Um, <laughs> straight back down. Straight back down, horizont. Um, okay, so um, I have some tips as well that I saw. The first one I've already said. Um, oh yeah, that one was something that... Yes, okay. Um, so if you're thinking of doing something and you're, or you're, you're frightened of doing something and you're like, ah, I'm never going to be able to do it, you're probably thinking of the end result. You're thinking of the end game. So I think public speaking is quite good. And I mean, obviously wasps or sharks. Like this isn't going to help with that. Just don't be in a shark. <laughs> don't be well, near a wasp. I think that the wasps um, and the sharks fall into a phobia more than they fall into a fear. That is so true. Phobias and fears. Yeah, and then they they come from the same place, um, yeah. but. They they're more difficult to manage because you need like specialist kind of because there's all that thing about like um, exposure therapy where you expose yourself you just expose yourself you yes. get naked um, very like, unpopular so very unpopular it doesn't really do anything um, unless actually your fear is being nude in which case smashing it but um, if you're frightened of I'm very frightened of wasps exposure therapy does not work <laughs> I just piss myself <laughs> and then I'm continuing to be frightened of wasps but in terms have of you the, tried it. Oh, I mean, like, yes, as in, like, when With a professional or just you taking yourself near a wasp? (laughs) (laughs) Can I tell my favourite story? Yeah. Uh, oh, about us writing stuff, and uh, we uh, no, got to say it. No, but I do like that story as well. Um, uh, Stevie once was walking home, and a bee flew behind her, and she ran away from the bee. And then, as she was running, she thought, hmm, 
very good at running. So she carried on running with the bee chasing her. And then she ran all the way home and then she was sick in the bath. It's my, it's my favourite story. That is TV. correct. And also that did kickstart about a year's worth of regular running. Yes. So. <laughs> Shout out Sometimes from your greatest fears come your greatest success. That is so true. I haven't run in ages. I'm just remembering you need that a, story. You need a bee. I need a bee. And the bees are dying. So I'm running less. Mm. That's what's happening. Um, but I've <laughs> meant things that you can control. So uh, public speaking or doing a presentation at work or um, what other the, one of the things war I don't think war is particularly so, relevant so the, the, then the, with the with the one that you have to face and plough through them yeah. they're in the things requiring action yeah yeah the things requiring action but I was trying to think of something else because I keep saying public speaking and oh asking for a more. pay rise okay fine asking somebody out Oh, that's a good Asking one. the telephone if it's all right. Um, <laughs> sure, we're all speak, that. Speaking what, on the telephone. What I'm trying to say is, uh, with those things, if you're really, really frightened, then you're thinking about the end game. You're thinking of like, I'm frightened of at that moment when I get up and I do it. But you have to break it down. I find it anyway a lot easier to break it down into manageable little steps. So if we take, just take this, doing this live thing now, um, I would be frightened if I hadn't done a little like plan and hadn't like kind of figured out what I was going to say and looked up the title of the book and like <laughs> things like that um, just but <laughs> it's not a sick burn it just is a difference in personality but I, I'm quite stressed about things like that and Tess is very very chilled and not frightened of, of those things so but it helps me to like got up this morning had a little look so that was like my first step I wasn't thinking about what happens when I go up what what if they I don't collect all their adult things what if I you just kind of take each little bit like so I got in quite late and um here and I was like oh um I'm gonna panic I was doing a gig um I was doing a show and I was and so I got here and I was like oh and then I thought no I'll get a nice glass of wine that was the next thing I wasn't being like and then I'm gonna have to go on stage so you have to like look at the next little bit and just just focus it's basically mindfulness isn't it I can't actually hear myself over the, the towering rain this is going to have to become a just everyone close your eyes and we listen to the rain noise experience in here. I've got that calm app and it just sleep stories. It's like, hello, I'm Stephen Fry and this is tonight's sleep story. Oh. Yeah, and then he tells me about the, um, the process of making lavender in Provence. Does he? Yes. yes. <laughs> That's not a lie. And, and then also he, uh, there's someone else, I don't know what his name is, he's not famous, and he tells me about journeys through the stars. All the different constellations. I thought oh. I've got a piece somewhat. Brian but, Cox? So. Uh, could be. It's not, because he doesn't have a very mm. sleeping voice, does he? No. Like, like a, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been listening to a lot. Uh, somebody recommended Harry Potter, the audiobook, with Stephen Fry as a sleep tool and um let me tell you re-listening to the deathly hallows a bit oh. is not a sleeper part hogwarts is on fire it literally i i it'd been a long time since i'd read it and i just sort of picked it random and it began and it's literally like harry looked at snape as he died on the floor and oh, then, that's and a then it's like spoiler isn't it <laughs> well i mean i've read it obviously but People might not. Harry, at the end of that book, that child, that 17-year-old child, walks into a forest to, like, face his death and then lies on the floor while everyone thinks he's dead, listens to the screams of his loved ones. Fear. All fear. All All good stuff. Keep going. Anyway, it was very... No, we're using him as an example, as an icon. Oh, my point was it was very harrowing to listen to and I don't recommend it. (laughs) Um, My point is start with book two and don't go anywhere else. Um, Okay. Um, Right. Uh, do, you ha- do you have some tips? I've, yes. I've, done, I've raced through a few, so... Absolutely. I just it. was really... I'm genuinely enjoying the rain. Um, uh, the, just talk about your thing of noradrenaline. Mm. 
Mm. If you find yourself in a scary situation, um, accidentally or otherwise, you've gone into it on purpose or it's happened to you and, and you find yourself afraid, um, your body, this like fight or flight or even and freeze is the third one um, for animals that freeze, um, which is uh, <laughs> meerkats. And also us. If you've ever found yourself really panicked, you, we freeze as well. It's one of the options. I move too fast but when then, I'm frightened. Yeah, I guess there's a range of a range of um, things that people do. You move too fast. Yes, I can't stop moving when I'm frightened. Oh, mm. that's also unhelpful. It doesn't matter. Keep going. Well, you'd you'd be get, got pretty quick on the. Um, Not if it was like someone attacks me and I'm like moving all over the place. Absolutely. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I back you. Yeah, I've also I've completely thrown you. As no, well. no, 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 no. I'm I'm very confident. Um, I uh, <laughs> I am uh, and so likable right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I um when you find yourself in that uh, horrible feeling mm. your uh, your your body has two sets it has um this is very bad and like this is cool should we have a fig um like those are its two those are its <laughs> two running options. off figs yeah yes. running off those is basically it's like we're chilled out doesn't seem to be any danger so far and then this is very very bad mm. and um it's very hard your body can go like that into it being very very bad which is how uh, something happens on the bus home or any sort of stressful situation happens out of nowhere and suddenly you're up here your shoulders are up and you're breathing and it's you're very tense and it's really scary or you have to go up suddenly someone's like and do you know janet and in a meeting and you're like <laughs> i don't know um and so because janet's body- like uh, an ancient evil yeah sorry yeah <laughs> sorry we didn't make that clear sorry 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 so obviously you're terrified of janet and uh she has your- like three faces <laughs> she's the worst so you're you're frozen up like this and it can take a really long time you can get there instantaneously and it takes a really long time for your body to get back down um but the one part of your body that works for both is your breathing system um and so if you can trick your breathing to be like it's it's cool it's cool it's cool and make your breathing come back down again that's your like quickest route back to being like oh so your, your brain will like latch onto that and your then be brain like, will latch on if you can good. override that system if you're getting mugged just breathe very slowly yeah exactly <laughs> well uh that's me getting mugged yeah i don't know if i recommend it for mugging i think for like low lev sphere yeah like oh janet rather than like but, ah! Like yeah, don't know. But even even high level, fi- not the mugging, but okay, like uh, some long long term fear, like yeah. oh, I'm afraid of a thing happening rather than this thing is instantaneously happening. Yes. Yeah, so when the instant when you um, and again our our body that's designed for a different time, when it thinks of something in the future, it can't differentiate between that being right now and that being very far in the future. Yes. So it's having the same response to it. And again, you just become like, hey, buddy, get back on, come on back to me. That's why no when, you, when you're like frightened of something in the future, I don't, oh God, I was just about to launch into something and there's like quite a lot. Basically, I need the toilet when I'm frightened. <laughs> um, so when I'm thinking about something in the future, I still need the toilet now. <laughs> so like, that, I don't know why I said that. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> yeah, gal. I meant like, so yeah, that is evidence That's... of it in the future, but I, you, I didn't need to give that evidence. Do you know what I mean? You just said it. I was like, by the way, I shit myself. Right, continue. I think it's very popular to... Oh, it's, it's gone down a tree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's very... I, we're all being quiet, but I think everybody has had a moment of fear and shut themselves <laughs> have we not everyone put your hands up though no, <laughs> no but i do think everybody's familiar with that response of like oh my god 
Or, I need or, like, toilet. you say you're doing a best man speech in six months and someone says, how's your best man speech coming on? And you go like, oh my God, I feel, I'm I feel, just gonna I feel sick. I feel I'm sick like, even thinking about it. That, yes. that feeling, that's your brain being like, is it now? Is it now? Like that, it doesn't understand how far away it is or how much time you have. Um, and again, you just could be like, breathe it out, champ. Like, we're fine, yeah. we're fine, we're fine, like, we're fine. It's all, it's all about tricks, isn't it? Even like every episode we've ever done about how to do anything, it always comes down to um, you are actually way more in control than you think you are. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy to say that now, but when it comes to it, you're like, I, I know that because we talk about it a lot. But then whenever I'm frightened of something, I'm like, yes, but not now. And it's like, oh no, now, like, yeah. now I still am in control. Like mm-hmm. I still don't have to give in to those. Like I don't have to feel my heart going and go, oh my god, this is the end. I'm gonna fuck it up because I'm so frightened. Mm-hmm. It could be like, actually, I'm gonna nail it because I'm full of adrenaline, and that's given me an extra bit of hotspur. Absolutely. I if I pronounced that correctly, I think you did. Thank you. you were fantastic. Thank you. Um, the, uh, the, the, the other thing about... Um, it, so say that you're... Uh, the other, a, diff- a diff- totally different point um, about... Um, Coping uh, with fear. Co- yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's okay. Um, is... Ooh. <laughs> is... Is that... So say it, it's one of these actionable ones... Um, so with the, uh, the things that are happening to you that you freak out about and you think, I won't be able to cope if this thing happens, you remember that? You will. You've, you've managed to cope with everything else. And the, uh, the action ones, the things that you think you're too scared to try and do, and so you stay here in the comfort zone, um, those things, it's very easy for your brain, which is trying to keep you safe and say like, oh, no, 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 keep, we're, we're fine here. A fig? Comfort like, zone. Stay here. Um, it's try- one of the things it will throw up is like, why do you think you should be able to do that? Why would anyone want to listen to you give the presentation? Oh, the thunder. It's Susan! Janet. No, it's oh, Susan. Susan! Fuck. We're so sorry, Susan! She did know the name of the book. She yeah. has read it. I really enjoyed it. She did. Um, oh. Yeah, that really has thrown me, because that is like... A, I mean, anyway, imagine if it gets struck by lightning, guys. Just think about that. And we will handle I'll it. I'll breathe very slowly <laughs> through the electrocution. You've survived everything else, and you will what? survive being directly hit by lightning. Okay. That's the take home. Okay. That's the take home. Um, no, so say you want to apply for a new job, or you want to get a pay rise, or you want to go and ask your boss for something, or you want to write a book, or, or try singing in public, or any of these things. And I'm sure if you all really look inside yourselves, everyone has got something that they really secretly, desperately want to do. There will be a million obstacles that you put in your place um, that will be a voice of criticism that might if you really try might be the voice of your parents or might be the voice of a friend or might be the voice of a weird teacher who was very mean and got it in your head that you weren't very good at art perhaps um and uh, uh, you have to listen to a voice and those voices will be like who do you think you are why do you think you should be doing this um why would anyone want to listen to you um why do you have something to say who would want to buy your art etc um (laughs) i i have never tried to sell art on a professional level and uh and that is not for lack of fear but lack of talent um and, um, but that's basically all saying all the things that you would never say to a friend. Never. Or even someone that's like you didn't even like that much. No. You never say those things. You'd never be like, no one would want to buy your art. No, like, I'd be like, best of luck, mate. Yeah. Have a go. No one needs to buy your art. Do it for you. Do it for you because ultimately it comes out like life is short. And like when you're like, why me? Like, why not you? Like, yeah. go, take it, seize this thing, have it. Like, it's yours. And who cares if everyone's like, oh, she thinks she's a bit much. Try, trying out for the pay rise, trying out for a new job, <laughs> trying out for the cheerleaders. <laughs> 
Oh, she's 77. <laughs> Great. Do it. Do it. Be I, like, I yeah, say do mate. it. Here um, I come. Why not me? Also, Why shouldn't I be Everyone it? isn't saying that. You're saying that. So like, yeah. like, when you make a decision, no one gives a shit. Like, genuinely. Maybe like the three people close to you would be like, have an opinion on it. Everyone else just goes, oh, okay. And she's, but they're thinking of the next thing to say in the conversation. So you're the one who's frightened. No one else is being like, she can't do that. He can't do that. Like, you absolutely can. Um, I was just sort of backing you there. Thank you so much. That's fine. Uh, one thing that... The uh, times I ever have been judgmental about other people, and I have. Oh, absolutely. Don't have. pretend I haven't. Oh, my God. The impact scathing. of... Scathing. <laughs> ruthlessly scathing. Oh, the ruthless. impact of my judgment was zero. Like, That's true, yeah. My, me being like... Uh, I can't think of a judgmental thought. Don't do that. No. Uh, more specific. Uh, don't join the circus. We're in a tent. Uh, yeah, good. Uh, <laughs> don't fi- patronise me. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. That was me trying to... I was trying to think... Oh, yeah. sorry. Um, uh, fictional. My friend Terry said, I'm joining the circus. And I said, oh, good luck. And then secretly to CV, I was like, Terry, you'll be shit in the circus. And... <laughs> Ooh, what's he think he's doing? Um, trapeze. And, and really, A, it's because I want to do the fucking trapeze. Yes, <laughs> very important. And B, me whispering that to Stevie um, had zero impact on Terry's ability to join the circus. Even if I'm going to marry Terry, me going, Tessa said that you wouldn't be very good at the circus, Terry would just be like, don't give a shit. Don't so give a absolutely. shit because I'm fucking fantastic at the trapeze, mate. So like, don't, get, even if you're like, that's the worst thing you can imagine, everyone bitching about you, you'd be like, so? Like, yeah. it, it, carry on, live your life. And also fear is a good thing to feel. I think that's one of the things like, it's the same as like jealousy and a lot of like emotions that are seen as being negative. They've basically got a bad rap. You know, I feel very sorry for these emotions. Jealousy. Jealousy and fear. Everyone's like, Ugh. but actually, you know, they're really good because they're evolutionary supposed to get, as humans, we are supposed to constantly push out of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. That's why we're in this massive mess mm-hmm. <laughs> and climate change. That's why that's happened. But we are supposed to do it. Like we, we are supposed to look at something and go, oh, I'll have a go at that. Or I don't feel I could do that. Maybe I will. Like that, maybe I will, is the reason the wheel exists. And if the person who exactly. did the wheel was like, oh no, Terry will laugh at me. Yeah. Tessa just said, a wheel, what's that? In that very that shrill voice. And she did, yeah. And she did. Or but she imagine just, if they'd listened to me back then. Exactly. Being like, we don't need wheels Terry I've got feet (laughs) absolute classic caveman chat yes yeah Yes. And everyone, imagine if they'd been like, yeah, you're right, you're right. I should just go back to sort of whittling this stick or whatever I'm doing. Yeah, which and is I, good. And then as equally, well. I'm like, don't whittle that stick. I've got hands or whatever. And it's just, you know, you you're are like, exhausting in the caveman era. Exactly. I'd be the worst. And I hope they killed me early on. Oh, don't and say they, that. Jesus. <laughs> well, they had things to get on with. No, I hope that you realized that the fear of wheel, of the people making wheels, <gasps> was, was on coming me. from within. within. If you're very judgmental as a person you're saying here and you're really relating to tessa um first they sort it out yes <laughs> when unchecked it's frightening um secondly um it's coming from it's coming from you wanting to do something that's sort of what i meant before when i was like you know when you're like eh, and that's what, it sounded a bit like brian cox um that's what i meant i meant like oh i want to do that and it sometimes manifests itself in quite a, a negative way but it is always a positive thing if you like if you know thyself know yourself yes, know thyself Know thyself. That's a Bible quote. Is it? I don't know. Let's move on. Could be. Could be. Could uh, be. Okay, go on. Have you got any more? 
Um, I'm, I'm running quite dry, I'm honest. Uh, <laughs> I've got some good, good quotes, though. Yes, please. I'd love a quote. I mean, oh, I'm scared because I don't, I don't think I've finished reading it, so it could end with something really weird. I just started it and was like, this is good. <laughs> and then it might end with, and that's why owls should be king. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, this is by Eleanor Roosevelt, who said, you gain strength, courage, and confidence by each experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You're able to say to yourself, I've lived through this horror. Oh, <laughs> I can take the next thing that comes along. You must do the thing you think you cannot do. And owls should be bishops. <laughs> so there we go. I think that is, that is a, a very true thing. I think if, you, um, if you're doing things that you're frightened of, I think you really are living. Obviously, don't go to the extreme. I don't think, like, you know, if you're frightened of being mugging, if you're frightened of being mugged, don't get mugged. Like, I think, but with those things that are actionable, I think you should... You, you'll Run have towards them. Run towards them. Or just, like, casually sashay towards them. Yeah. Saunter towards them. Just put things in place as well. Because, as you said right at the start, you'll never not be frightened of it. Like, um, public speaking isn't something that I particularly enjoy. But And every time I, I do it, I get very frightened. But And it doesn't stop. But I get better at managing it. So I just get, like... Oh, okay, well, you know, I'll talk quite fast at the start. I'll, I'm sweating. I won't wear wool next, boiled wool next time. <laughs> but there, there are things that I do that help. Um, and they make me, I'm pointing at some wine. Um, and they, they, they make it easy and they make me, and you kind of, you start to recognize the fear. It's like, I recognize that fear when the lights come on and everyone's gone quiet. And I'm like, oh God, I know that feeling now. And I knew it when I was doing uh, at work and I'd have to like pitch an idea. We had this, when I became a journalist, um, I would very much be very quietly writing b by myself. And then I joined the debrief, made they rest in peace. They're not dead. There's a, it's a magazine that went under. And um, we, I did my first ever like pitch meeting and you like go in and there were all these really really cool writers that I really looked up to and you had to go around and you had to be like I think we should put this on today on the on the website and I was so terrified and um but I you know prepared or whatever and then the next time I just knew what that felt like and then the next time I knew it was okay and then and then, and then when I got like rejected and the editor was like absolutely not that's a terrible idea I knew how that felt so the next time she did it I was like yeah I know that, like, what is the worst that can happen oh that thing again like that's mm -hmm. fine and the more you do that is the only way that you can get over fear is you just keep doing it and it is horrible the first time is horrible it's always horrible but if you can get through that first time then you know you've won absolutely yeah absolutely and all of those things you know rejection uh, being you know set back um, someone saying your work isn't good of course they're terrifying and awful um but you got through them and then you yeah. came out the other side and you did something great um i uh just a few i got two things oh to my say God, do it then i then you're gonna leave then i Throw that down. <laughs> um, one is uh, a, la a lady once said to me, and she was American, of course, um, and very earnest. And um, I thought about Americans. Yes. So, thank you, Susan. Um, is she, she America? No, no. The rain stopped. Oh. <laughs> um, I can't keep track. Susan. <laughs> <can't keep> <laughs> This American woman um, was talking about uh, write, uh, writing, uh, writing something and how we all really have this like, very intense idea in our head that we'll try whatever the thing that you want to try, you know, juggling, singing, um, writing. Oh, juggling was first. <laughs> try something like juggling. Juggling. We all, we all want to do it. Um, you know, that we all have that thing in our head that we want to do. And we all have this, this vision of uh, we'll just get up without any practice and everyone will be like, 
Mozart lips. Yes, like, we're, we're, like, we're like a child prodigy, uh, but at 31. Exactly. exactly. Say. That suddenly everyone will be like, oh my God, they're the best juggler we've ever seen. Like, And they didn't even practice. Like, We want to have the golden buzzer on the X Factor. We want this, like, you know, um, we didn't even try and we're just amazing at it. Um, and she said that, um, well, firstly, she says, you know, like, fucking practice, for God's sake. You can't just walk up there and try juggling for the first time on the X Factor. Um, but she said, <laughs> Um, they'll be like sing <laughs> oh shit I'm thinking What's of Britain's Got Talent I'm thinking of Britain's Got Talent everyone and I am sorry about that uh, I haven't actually watched it that's what I would have stopped you with the golden buzzer but I, I haven't watched it oh god do, do not juggle on the X Factor <laughs> what a, no. you would no. be asked to leave um Oh, no. Um, It's neither here nor there. It's neither here nor there. Um, She said, uh, firstly, do your 10,000 hours. Like, do your time. Just, like, put your work in um, and practice and do your 10,000 hours, um, which is famously what they say it takes to go from a beginner to being the best, the expert. Like, just put the time in and don't imagine it's going to happen immediately. Um, And that she said, imagine how sad it would be if the first thing you ever made was the best thing you ever made. That's very true. And it really stuck with me that, like, you know, if you're paralyzed by fear of wanting to do this job or wanting to present this work or whatever your personal fear is, um, we're all obsessed with it being incredible, the first one out the blocks. Be like, how sad would that truly be if that really was the best one? That they You'd said always be trying to catch that up. She's, there she goes, the protege, the Mozart, the juggler, whatever. And then that you never manage to replicate that for the rest of your life. So like, yeah, yeah but the first thing be is shit. just your first thing on your way to making something amazing. Yeah. So just like, just fucking get in the pool. Like, like stop standing on the sidelines. Like the um, uh, there's this book that was at the British Museum um, about Harry po- history of magic, but, but like Harry Potter sort of book. Fine. Anyway, there was like a scan of J.K. Rowling's first chapter of the first book, and then uh, it had all of like the edits and stuff. And so the editor had just gone through it and be like, "No, well you haven't introduced that character, so you can't say that." There. And it was so great because it was like in my head, she genuinely wrote that on a note on the train. On, like, yeah, on some like between paper. King's Cross and Edinburgh, and it was like or on the train, and was like, "I'm well, she, afraid." She, she always train to read it. She so. always says that she wrote it on the train. No, as in she wrote it actually like on the train. Understood. Like, yeah. Okay. We're out of paper. Yeah. Just Bloomsbury, can you just go and look at the tray table, please? Um, but yeah, I always thought it was just you know, and it's not. I mean, the only book that I think was written it was like Jack Kerouac on the road and that's shit everyone says it's good but it's fucking not it reads like he's written it on he's writ it on loo roll yes yeah, <laughs> writ it um, but, uh, but yeah the, the idea of being is being that shit. coming from a place of, ang- of jealousy no, I re- oh god no I know it, it comes from a place of doing English literature and loads of guys being like have you read on the road I'm like <laughs> yes what's wrong with you <laughs> my god um, I had to do an exam in it and I was just like it was shit and I got a third Anyway, so <laughs> not in my overall degree, guys, just in that module. Um, anyway, I got two, two. Um, so, uh, the <laughs> um, but well, I've forgotten what I was saying now, but you were saying it. So um, it was about your first thing being your best thing. Yes, and, I think that's a great idea. To, you know, it has to be a low bar. You set the bar low, like when we did the adult thing yeah. before and everyone really applauded and you never quite hit those heights. You've got to start with like a small smattering of applause and then by the time everyone's like, woo, you're like, yeah, we built to this we built to this yeah. and then uh, you're at an age where you can deal with it as well you know yes smash uh, out your, your, smash your genius it. thing at 45 60 Wait, yeah. 102 I have a friend who um, has been in this like uh, on off relationship for, with somebody for two years it's me and it's, it's me and Stevie and um, I 
Uh, she keeps being like, well, what if it's bad? What if, he, what if it's the wrong thing? I'm like, what, it's much. Go get in the pool and find out. Like, stop dilly-dallying on the sidelines, being like, what if the water's cold? Like, fucking jump in and find out, for God's yeah. sake. You can't live your life on the sidelines, on the side of the pool, decide, wondering if it's cold or not. Like, get in and be like, oh, it's fucking cold. And then get out again. Like, and then get on this with your life. This is a metaphor for the relationship, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 so yeah. if the relationship does turn out to be bad once you get in, then you, you found the answer. And you it was leave bad. the pool and, and go to another get pool. get out of the pool and get on with your life. But you yeah. can't do anything waiting here on the sidelines um, and the very last thing from this American woman um, is that she said um, fear and creativity walk hand in hand so you just have to say creativity get in the back seat because me and fear are going on this road trip that does sound American oh fuck I said it wrong oh <sighs> oh no it's okay take two oh what, what do you have any tips for me American lady yeah thanks for asking I'm you. <laughs> oh am I the American lady yeah, yes oh Thanks for asking. Well, no, I'm asking you. I'm, yeah, you're the American. Thank you for asking me, Tessa. And what great student you've been. <laughs> Beautiful hair you have. <laughs> May I just say, it rained today, and then my hair was in a bun, and I took it out, and I was like, yes. Yeah, really great, yeah. <laughs> is that what the American lady said? Because that is not helpful. <laughs> and you did get it wrong the first time. I just took it out, and I was like, oh, yeah. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, she, she said... Fear and creativity walk hand in hand. So you just have to say to fear, get in the back seat because me and creativity are going on this road trip. <laughs> you got in the car with fear. Yeah. Oh, no. Really great. That's great. I think that's a good, that's a good one to end on. I hope so. Yeah, excellent. I was going to do a quote by Judy Bloom, but I don't think it's as powerful as Ellen. Go on, Ellen. give it a go, Judy. Back yourself. Get uh, in the pool. Okay. Is Judy Bloom okay? She's all right, isn't she? Could be dead. Oh. <laughs> No, not good Does anyone know if Judy Bloom is dead? Thank She's you, up, Judy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Judy Bloom. Thank you, love. Author of excellent book. I mean, are you there? Books. Are you there, Margaret? Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> Correct. Are you there, Margaret? It's me, God. It's from the perspective of the Lord. It's fascinating. Okay. Um, each of us must confront our own fears, must come face to face with them. How we handle our fears will determine where we go with the rest of our lives. And to experience adventure or to be limp. To, exper to experience adventure or to be limited by the fear of it. Basically, what you were saying before about you don't want to live frightened of fear itself. Do the thing. That's what I'm going to say. It's so good. Um, yes, right. What was it? Say it again. To, no, the whole quote. Oh, no. Okay. No. What was the last bit? Boo. I like that Eleanor Roosevelt one better. Anyway, I hate that one. Oh, Judy, you've let me down. I loved Are it. Are you there, Judy? It's me, my shit quote. <laughs> <laughs> we'll end on that. Um, <laughs> I think it was so good. It was so good. I um, loved your quote. But um, for anyone listening, um, thank you for listening. And um, uh, follow us. Oh, yeah, we're going on a break. Oh, God, I should say this. Um, we're going on a break until September when we are kicking off the new season with um, a live pod another live podcast. Can't get enough of them. At the London Podcast Festival. On I can't remember what day it is. Brilliant. But 7th of September could be um, so I, we don't know what the topic is it'll be something tasty and spicy uh, cooking um, <laughs> um, and uh, and uh, oh another thing can I say a little thing for me absolutely um, so I think this is going out tomorrow so this is going, you're listening on Tuesday we're all here, here on Tuesday it's great being here on Tuesday um, I'm doing I'm doing two I'm, the reason we're going on a break is because I can't do two things at the same time and I'm doing a show and I'm doing a preview uh, and uh, I'm doing a number Face of previews and do it yeah, anyway. I'm doing it, mate. Um, I'm doing a preview on uh, tomorrow, the 11th of June, which is tomorrow or tonight or yesterday, so you've missed it. Um, and 
also the 23rd of June at the Lord Stanley if you want to come and see and support and have a wine I'll be drunk um, and uh, yes and follow us at Nobody Panic Podcast oh I've got a uh, a plug oh my god I'm so sorry I've just thought of it's one it's me just thinking um, you, you were plug free no I've got one I just went me. on sale today um, I sock am it. doing my sock it to me I, I'm not going <laughs> sock it that is um Sock it to me, baby. Yeah. That's my blog that I wanted to do, where I take pictures of like fun plug sockets. In so there's one in the Curzon, and so on. It's on the ceiling. What bit of fun? Bit of fun. Uh, National Theatre. Uplit. Oh, a bit much. Right, go on. <laughs> it could catch on. You never did it, but I think you should face your fear and, and put your. I wasn't really frightened. I just couldn't be asked. Yeah. But yes, I will. I will. Is it lazy or is it fear, Stevie? Oh my God, so true. Can't tell the difference. Right, lazy, on, plug lazy. it. Oh, um, I'm not going to Edinburgh this year. Um, if you are going to off to in August to Scotland, go and see Stevie and, and as much comedy as you can. But I am doing my last year's Edinburgh show at the Soho, um, the 16th, 17th, and 18th of July. Um, if you would like to come, I would love to have you. Witch hunt. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be like what? That is the title. That's the title. Um, <laughs> Where? <laughs> Where? It's a good title. That's so powerful. God, that's cool. Um, it does not live up to its title. No, it does. It's quite yes, fun. It does. It's excellent. Um, uh, I'd love to have you. And sincerely, if um, you came and saw it in previews, it, um, I remember saying when I didn't have a show, uh, thank you for coming. And if you'd like to come and see the finished thing and you came in previews, you can come for free. So thank you so, so much for coming. Wow. Um, I mean it. I think you can't, no. make, you can't make a show without people. I mean, it was so shit when in previews. I didn't see it in previews, but I do remember seeing it was bad, in Edinburgh about three days in, and she was like, I've written the show now. And I was like, you've done three shows already. But yeah, it was great. They were though. poor. Great, great ending. Very, very poor. Um, yeah, thanks. So, so if you want to come, I'd, I'd love to have you in Soho. Um, Shall yeah. I do the tweets? No, I'm ready for the tweets Tweeting. now, yes. Um, uh, tweet us at nobody. Can you also follow us? Because we've got like two followers, and it really fucks me off. <laughs> Thoughts? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. try and say it in a more light way. Oh my God, way. okay. We've got like two followers, it fucks me off. No, no, no. <laughs> I know no, what you no. meant. I know what you meant. Um, but I refuse. Um, at Nobody Panic Pod, um, or me, at Stevie M, the S is a five. Uh, at Tessa Coates, just letters. Letters. Um, and also email us about, because we, we still are taking suggestions. If you haven't got to yours, we will get to yours in autumn uh, when we come back to it. Um, uh, email us, nobodypanicpodcast at gmail.com. And yeah, thank you so much for coming you were an excellent audience and thank you so much to the underbelly and to john frieda and to susan jeffrey jeffers <laughs> yeah i got jeffers. it <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and we really love doing this podcast and it means so much that people want to come yeah. and see us um chat um yes. thank you so thank you so so much for being here um yeah. and uh, yeah that's all from us thank you so much good thank night you. good night Bye. thank you Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, I, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands.